Welcome back to the Geek Show Arcade. That's yeah. Us. Sloppy seconds. Whoa. Sloppy hey. seconds. What are you talking about? Show. You mean saving the best means. for last? I don't think I that's that. what you mean. You know, I think that means. That's exactly what I meant. That's what I figured. This is the Geek Show Arcade, where we talk about games and gaming-related things. Let's kick it off by introducing our panelists to my podcast right. We have Jaron. And that's what I say to my kids. Oh, that joke was too late. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm well, on yeah, Twitter, I, at Jaron. I don't even know what I was referring to. <laughs> Sloppy seconds, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was way late. Wow. <laughs> and it was off your own joke. I know. You can't do that. That's why it was even better. I'll allow it. All right, moving along. Next to Jaron, we got Lando. It's Lando. Find me on the Twitters or the threads, which, although after recording Help Desk, I may be getting off threads soon. <laughs> Too bad. You already signed to the EULA, so it doesn't matter. Oh, hey, update on that. You can't actually delete your threads account ever unless you also delete your Instagram account forever. It's tied to it. Tied to it. That's uh, why you know, can just make just it off of the other one. But go ahead. You can deactivate it. All right. Well, just, I mean, I'm, I'm in now. Just give it a shot. Anyway, I'm on threads. Lando.conover. I'm going to try and post more... Um, Gadget show, help desk, and arcade stuff there. So if you were interested in me doing that, go follow me there. Nice. And underneath Lando, we have Owen. Hey there. Follow me on uh, Twitter at Techno, and I'm still there. I don't really do a lot of other social media. So that's there it. you go. Next to Owen, we got James. What's up, guys? You can catch me here or everywhere. JDD Jensen is the name. And above me, to my upper right your left our host he used to have red hair now <laughs> and then nope. i shaved it all tony. off <laughs> thank you check me out on twitter at quad t tony that was, that was a really good introduction there james great job uh introduction from 2016 if you'd like me to maybe maybe another time maybe another time not this time though don't pull it up stop yeah, stop pulling up. it the camera moved down so it can <laughs> see you looking on your phone <laughs> it's automatic yeah, well, it's on I my put phone. Some pants on. Uh, I tweeted it a while ago. You know this goes on the YouTubes <laughs> now, right, James? Yeah, yeah, we, we can, can see everything. This is all recorded. Yeah, James, take off your shirt. No, don't do that. I know he wants to. That look, that yep. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do it. All right. Uh, at this point, we usually be successful. At this point, we usually do a shout out to our awesome Patreon backers, but we are moving that to the end of the episode, uh, so we can get into the meaty potato part the meaty and potatoes meat and potatoes there we go nailed it part of the show uh but we do really appreciate you patreon backers and we will shout out to you at the end of the episode next we have emails if we have any emails do we have emails we got two nice oh. we got one from craig he says greetings greek geek show arcade have y'all hey. heard of the pow kitty x55 for playing retro games uh, so this is like one of those Android-powered uh, cheapo game systems you can buy to emulate. Okay. Yeah. Yep. To emulate other past systems. Cool. And uh, the, the this one is on sale right now for eighty-five bucks, and it looks decent enough. Eighty-five bucks, I don't think qualifies as cheapo. That's on sale for eighty-five. That's well, it's uh, it's a investing... larger it's it's a larger unit. It's not small like Owen's. Yeah, the Pocket Go that I have. Mm. Yeah. Um, hey, <clears throat> so, I mean, it, it it's a POW Kitty X55. P-O-W? It's, yeah, P-O-W. Uh, it's pretty much brand new, so it's hard to say, like, if it'll hold up over time or not. But uh, Ooh, the, the good brands thing. the good brands out there are the A-Y-N, Ein, Odin. 
it's that's a bit more expensive though around 200 bucks they have different models out there um and Renick is also a really well-known well-known brand yeah that puts out some puts out some good stuff um, they're a bit more expensive, but I, I would check out Embernick or the Ein Odin if, if you can handle that kind of cost. If not, if you want to make a gamble on the Pow Kitty, I mean, they're kind of all the same device, <laughs> essentially. They this all run Android. Like, they... It looks pretty, like it's got an actual semi-ergonomic shape, so that's good. It's got an IPS screen, so that's good. Um... It's very small on the RAM, so you're not going to be emulating cur- more current systems i i would yeah, think it says down here that it's good for like everything from game boy up to psp with n64, n64 in the middle uh you mm, you'll probably be fine with the n64 stuff but that i bet you is the upper limits of its emulation yeah. capabilities so but everything underneath the game boy stuff super nintendo nintendo sega genesis i'll bet that all runs like a treat on there so I'm curious, how does one get legal ROMs in that for those emulation systems? Because my understanding is that those those guys aren't selling those. I mean, if you if you buy them in the, in the store in the shop like Nintendo or on the handheld shop, fine. But how did we how do you actually we, have you a story them? about this? Oh, oh, oh well, let's teaser. just go right let's go teaser. right into it, and we'll come back to the emails after this. All right. Uh, there was a story on Kotaku, um, an alarming 87% this of retro my games. Story. You stole it, you jerk. No, my show notes right before yours. Yep. Anyway, the 87% no of retro now. games are being lost to <laughs> time. It's gone, right? Humph. Yeah. yeah. Humph. Humph. Like, that was a good story, too. Like tears and rain. Yes, uh, Blade Runner quote. Yes. There you Take go, that, Tony. Twyman. Take yeah. that, Lando. <laughs> Take that, Twyman. Um... Yeah, so this this is a big problem in the movie industry, even like in the TV industry as well. Like things have been pretty well preserved. If you want to see a movie from the, well, it depends on how far back you want to go and what the medium was. If it was TV or movies, movies, yes, movies but, the best for sure. But TV in the like '60s and '70s and up into the '80s, uh, when everything was shown live. They would record it and then have it until they needed more tape, and they would just record over stuff with this old tape. This is before, like, before the Library of Congress and all that. Yeah, stuff. exactly. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, like, but back in the '60s, there were some Doctor Who episodes that were lost. Exactly, because they yeah. would just record over the tapes. As an example, it's but, bananas yeah. to me that that's the thing. So, like, all those old Doctor Who episodes, they have like pictures, but they still have the audio, and so yeah. they would just put up the picture and play the audio. It's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. So the quote from here from uh, VGHF co-director Kelsey Lewin, um, they wrote, for accessing early 9 and 10 classic games, there are a few options. Seek out and maintain vintage collectible games and hardware, travel across the country to visit a library, or piracy. Yep. None of those options are desirable, which means yep. most video games are inaccessible to all but the most diehard and dedicated fans. That's pretty grim. And so... Owen, to answer your question, there is no way unless you have very special hardware to download a ROM off of a yeah. cartridge. You, yeah, you just can't do it unless you download it from the internet. I think yep. that's my next follow-up question. That then how are these handhelds, like we just started talking about, how are these devices profitable to them when most of the people can't get the ROMs that you would emulate on the system? 
What do you, you mean know? can't get the ROMs? All you got to do is go to the Pirate Bay. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, Pirate Bay. Like, be but, careful. But they're, but they're legally selling the system knowing that you're going to illegally have to go get the ROMs. Oh, they know 100%. Yeah, but you know, right? that's not their problem. That's not their problem, you know? You're right. I mean, uh, fertilizer companies sell ammonia nitrate knowing that it can be used for nefarious reasons, but it also has the specific use that it was made for, which is fertilizer. What's the specific use for the console? Because you can't really play anything on without the ROMs. Homebrew. Homebrew okay. stuff. Okay, but there's homebrew ROMs out there for sure. Okay. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, okay. Moving on. Imagine cool. if the only way to watch Titanic was to find a used VHS tape and maintain your own vintage equipment so that you could still yeah. watch it. Stupid Titanic fan. And uh, what if no library, not even the Library of Congress, could do any better? They could keep the keep and digitize that VHS of Titanic, but you'd have to go all the way there to watch it. It sounds crazy, but that's the reality we live in with games. A $180 billion industry. While their games and their history disappear. And part of the problem is the ESA. Uh, what do they stand for again? Energy Solutions Arena. It's the Delta Center now, man. Oh, right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, one of the Probably industry... like Electronic Software Association or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> anyway, they, they oppose um, the exemptions in law that would allow for preservation of video games. They, they say that it would hurt their industry too much to let us play games from 40 years ago that no one sells anymore. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, see, that's crap. It's total, total crap. It's the Entertainment Software Association. There we go. I was fairly close. So I wonder. Um, so, so I wonder if the, I mean the the original developers of the code have to still have a copy somewhere themselves. No, they, like a backup. No. You, you, yeah. They There's a have... lot of these old uh, games that the source code was just. Gone. deleted oh, to make room on the hard drive and you know there's a community out there i know that it's trying to reverse engineer a lot of these games based on the cartridge so because right. they get themselves a, a hold of the cartridge and try and reverse engineer it that's how we got mario a couple i think a mario one yep um anyway but yeah and then well, speedrunners do that a lot too to help try and find glitches and things in the code yeah yep but that's, but yeah. I guess that's an interesting question when you're thinking about these handhelds. Yeah, you're gonna get some. You're gonna go buy some handhelds, but unless it's something like this, the ROG Ally, which you can also play legitimate games on because it's powerful enough to use Steam or whatever or the or the right. Steam Deck. Like you, well, also have to know that you're gonna be going to have to go find ROMs from somewhere. That's where the gray know. area of ROMs exist. If where, you bought the game, right? Yeah. If you yeah. own the physical copy of the game. It's a gray area whether or not owning a or downloading a pirated version of it is legal or right. illegal. Because basically, and... you're bypassing the requirement to go get that specialized hardware, right? Like if because if you had that specialized hardware, you wouldn't feel bad about taking it back up so you could play it digitally. Well, right. in my opinion, like Tears of the Kingdom, I own that game. I own a Switch. I would not feel one bit bad about using the ROM Emulating on a on, on a desktop doing an emulator. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, they say that the ESC, ESA has consistently lobbied against game preservation efforts, such as copyright permissions and allowing the rental of digital video games. That sucks. That's wild. Yeah. Like, Here's what they want. Yeah, the, it's, it's just, what we it's, want. it's crazy because that is, I don't care what anyone says. Video games are a legitimate art form. They're an art right? form, right? Yeah. And the fact that these, I don't know, authority figures, I guess you'd say, don't care about preserving this art 
Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's wild. It's yeah, crazy. it's weird to me. It just seems like you, we're listening to people that like on their resume they should post what their what what games they played last to just to show that they care. Yeah, right. if you want to be a part of the ESA, yeah. you have to tell us what games you play. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, if you don't you, play any games, you have no business working here. Yeah. I wonder if that is a real. I wonder if that is if if it isn't that's a miss on these on like yeah. uh, game developer resume requirements. Like, what's the last game you played? You know, on uh, oh, I guarantee that it's or, no, it's just what degree do you have and what's your prior right. experience? All prior this bullcrap. Yep. It should it. We should have access to their Steam library. What what's their preferences <laughs> yeah. of games? Where's where the... do they log the majority of their yeah. hours? Yeah, where's the visibility? Where's the accountability? <laughs> and make an algorithm yeah. be like, oh, look at their backlog. They obviously don't have enough time. They're such a hard worker that they don't have enough time to play. So that's a good thing. Hire them. <laughs> all, we, all we have is a bunch of aging out dingbacks that call it Pokemon like an a hole. We all know it's Pokemon. Okay, that's how you know somebody's an a hole. And you know they just don't know. Okay. They don't know. Yeah. Some of these games, I like it's who owns the rights to some of these games of companies that have gone bankrupt decades ago. Yeah. That part kind of makes sense to one degree, but if no one owns the games, then why can't we? Then it should go into them? common knowledge or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. Comes in common, and, whatever. Uh, I'll think of it. Common, going common domain. Common uh, domain. Something no, like that. that's not right either. No, it's uh, public um, domain. Public, public domain. Yeah. That's public. It. Yeah. Um, and games where the companies still do exist, why don't they sell them? People would buy those they could if still they make were money priced appropriately. Mm -hmm. Just put out, I, bundle it in with an emulator I've said it and before. distribute it. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Make the content easy for me to get to and I will pay for it. Yep. But the yeah. key is it has to be easy and affordable. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't look charge at, look me at the music industry. for a game that was back right. in the 90s. It has to be priced appropriately. Yep. You know? And yeah. if you want to go, yeah. If you, you want to go scratch that nostalgic itch, there are some sites out there that they've gotten the games up onto, up onto the website. You can go play them. Play them in the a lot browser. Of, a lot yeah. playing in the browser. Because a lot of times, too, the hardware we have now is just no longer compatible to play those games. And so there's a bunch out there, like Retro Games. Uh, yeah. oldgamesdownload.com I spent an hour or more just wandering through there being like oh yeah that game Load Runner what a great game oh I love uh, Load Runner phenomenal game yeah. Yeah, yeah that's in there I played I played the uh, the Incredible yeah. Machine 2 mm -hmm. yeah there's all sorts great. of just, just go in there they call it Abandonware is what yeah. that's called yeah yeah, uh, yeah once you once it's been once the company's gone out of business and it's just nowhere. nobody knows who the ro uh, ro owns the rights to it right. Nobody's so, claiming it, you know. As you go into yeah. public well, domain, uh, we should all vote and say Steam gets it for free. Steam <laughs> should have a public domain section they should. along with the Steam Workshop. You should be able to hey, mod that's it. A, that's a really good idea, James. Boom. Yes. You should work for Steam. But what's yes. the legal how would Steam what's make the legal any... process for ownership when the Don't owner's know. dead? You know, that's James's problem. When he Just works take the Steam. American legal system, which, as somebody who's experienced it, let me let me tell you what it is. It's give it here. <laughs> give me that <laughs> possession. <laughs> possession is nine tenths of the law. There you go. The only problem is how would Steam yes. make any money on that? Because they'd be public domain, which means you can't charge for them. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. It brings they people would just have to you're the public would just have to be, No, as soon as they make any money off it, they'd have to offer it for free. And yeah, it'd and have to be offered for free. I guess you could. It would just be an added value to yeah. use Steam. Value or they'd have to, or they'd have while to you're in the market. 
or, or have just to create a um, nonprofit arm and accept donations or something. What mm-hmm. I would do is uh, is bring the public domain to Steam, open it up to the Steam Workshop for mods, and then people will get used to how modding works, and then they will start working on their own games, which will be listed on Steam because they're used to using the Steam Workshop. It's a cyclical thing. There you go. I'm in. Yes. Make Perfect. it happen. Figured it out. All right. Right. I got to talk to Big Game. Big Gabe? As in Gabe I was Newell. thinking of like Big Pharma, mm. Big Tobacco, Big Game. Uh, big Software. Big Software. I'm going to make right, that software uh, hardware if you catch me. Thanks, grip. Craig. Hey-o. Thanks, Craig, for the email. I think the Pal Kitty would be fine if you want to try it out. Give it a shot. Yeah. Let us know what you think. I would. Yeah. It, specs aren't, aren't that bad. And for the price, it's not that bad at all. Uh, got an email from Lang. He says, how are my favorite arcadesters? I thought of a fun question to really get to know everyone. A little backstory from where this one is coming from to start. Previously, I was in my first marriage, and at that time, my spouse thought gaming was embarrassing and stupid. So we never really gamed at all for a good 10 years. Now I'm in my last marriage, still trying to catch up on everything I've missed out on. I like how I he just, said last marriage. Yeah, that's a good one. Good one, Lang. I'm, I'm using that. That's good. last marriage. I just snagged Half-Life 2 for 99 cents, yeah. the entire Deus Ex collection for $10, nice. and Castle Crashers for $3 during the Steam summer sale. I'm a little embarrassed they... about how behind I am. My question is, are there any games you feel you missed out on or wish you had the chance to try out? Aiming for the GPD Win 4, by the way, and Owen, maybe next time. I think I you'll feel like, like the I GPD missed out Win on... 4. I'm jealous of that. So I, I thought... missed out on the entirety of this SNES, the SNES. That's oh, something that I, I just did. skipped. I did There's too. so many good games. It was There's really a whole There's community. There's a ton of good it. games in the SNES. Um, I, when he wrote, when when Lang wrote the other, was it last week or the week before? I think it was last week. Talking about the GPD Win Four, I thought he was talking about the GPD Win Four Max, which is the one that looks like a tiny laptop and has the recessed thumbsticks and everything. That's when I said, ergonomically, that looks like trash. But the GPD Win Four is. Much it's a more slide up, right? Normal looking with a slide up screen that has a keyboard underneath. So kind of looks that, like a Vita. Yeah, that looks a lot more comfortable than the one I was thinking of. Anyway, um, uh, games that I missed out on. You know what? I missed out on um, Baldur's Gate and uh, Neverwinter Nights. Oh, Baldur's Gate was so good, man. I know. The only one you I ever played on that. was on PS2, and that was Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. And I quite liked that one, but that's not the same as the classic. Well, Baldur's and there's, there is and something to be said about nights. playing it when it comes out. Yeah, exactly. Because, I've, I've tried yeah. to go back and play like the, and it, and the you, remastered it's on your version, phone, like the souped like, up version. Exactly, on my phone. And I just, I can't get into it. It's because you're used to, like, what is, like, uh, Dragon Quest, I would say, is prob- Dragon Quest 2 is probably the closest to, like, Baldur's Gate in terms of, like, gameplay, um, newer graphics, newer user interface. Because mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate really was like the original uh, Dungeons and Dragons on the computer, yeah. like the but first man, just Western land RPG. party playing, turn play, so good. Yeah, so I I am scratching that itch right now though. I'm playing through Divinity, the original Divinity Original Sin two. I think I have that game. What what is that game? Uh, it's like Baldur's Gate, um, but uh, because the, co- the company that makes that Larian is finishing up Baldur's Gate 3 right now and there's a lot of buzz about that so I figured I should go play that other game that they made the last one they made which got guys crazy high scores everyone loves it that I've ever talked to that's played it it's got like a Metacritic score of 92 or something like that so 
Uh, I'm really liking that one though so far. It's a lot of fun. Owen, what what did you feel like you missed? What video game did I miss? Um, you know, I I missed out on a lot of the GameCube stuff. Mm, I was on my stuff on the GameCube. I was on my mission uh, during a big part of that, and so I I mean I'm not sure if I remember this correctly. Didn't Goldeneye launch with the GameCube? Sixty four. Mm, Sixty four. Um, yeah, it so, didn't launch with it either. It was like a year uh, after. Okay. So, um, so you missed oh, the yeah. N64? Yeah, N64. That's the one. Sorry. I, they're <laughs> so all the close. same. They're all no. the same. No, oh, it, was the, it was the N64. Yeah, it was You're the N64. You're not that old. N64 came out in 96. Yeah. I know, but I didn't play it very much. Like, we, I, I just played for a when couple were years you, and I went. When were I went, you gone? I was from 99. So, oh, okay. Was, that was yeah. Dreamcast and yeah. later. Oh, my uh, God. Dreamcast is so much older than me. So, Dreamcast came out in 2001. Yeah. yeah. Was it? Okay. I think it was one. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I came back, and Metro Prime was amazing. Oh like, yeah. Like on the GameCube. So, Dude, the, so it, was, it was the the N sixty four is a lot of the stuff I I played it a little bit of it, but I just like for two years of it I was out of it. So well, that's the thing. I I don't know how many how many of our listeners I don't know our our LDS which served LDS missions. Um, the podcast is based in Utah, so I imagine there's a fair number. Uh, but it's like those two years don't exist. Like when you're gone, I <laughs> I kept a list of things I wanted to watch, play, and listen to while I was gone. And you know how what much years of it I, did you go? Oh uh, four to 06. And you know how much of it I actually got around. Did you to, ever get back to your back? No, 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 none of it. No. I never played any of those games. Never saw hardly any of those movies or TV There's shows. There's still movies during that time for me that I'm like. I, I've never even heard of this movie. Exactly. When did it come out? Like, I'm like, oh. it's crazy. Yeah. That's just like a, a void of media for those two years that I just don't. I just know. remember feeling so stupid because the Matrix came out while I was out. Oh, and I got back bummer. and was like, this is the greatest. How awesome. Yeah. And uh, and you were and, just yelling into an empty people, Coke bottle because like, everybody was already kind of over it. <laughs> we're over it, guy. Like, yeah, dude. And- I so to to echo what you were saying, my religiously affiliated vacation was in Yours was Madagascar. A vacation? So it was completely opposite <laughs> of here. No technology, no connection to anything. Completely cut off. I get home. So mine was from 2006 to 2008, and I get home, and all of the TVs are now that nine by sixteen. They converted from CRT to that. Everything oh. had the text. Me- while we were gone, text messaging like took off. Like. Yeah, like when we left, iPhone. Text when I got back, it was like, wait, what? What's this? Why is everyone texting? What's this texting thing everyone's doing? Everybody was texting. And um, the Wii had launched when we were out. The PS3 had launched. The Xbox 360 had launched. Modern Warfare was like taking the world by Modern Warfare 2 was taking the world by storm. Mm-hmm. Just getting home and like seeing how much the world technologically had changed. It was very eye opening. Yeah. See. And the Wii, yep. dude, the. I don't think if you didn't if if you weren't like socially aware of how big of an impact the Wii had on just like everybody when it came out everybody yeah. was bowling and the only other time that I can remember in history that video games have brought people that together was uh, Pokemon. Do Pokemon you guys remember go. how yeah. that was totally. like go. height of humanity? Oh, yeah, man. you know. Yep, Jaron, what did you feel like you missed out on? Uh. Well, we were a Sega family, so I, I missed out on many Nintendo things. Mm. First Nintendo was a GameCube. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that was probably it. 
My first Nintendo was a 64. It was the best. That was my first I'm one. I'm weirded too. out that Jaren never played Ocarina of Time when it came out. Yeah, I just have no interest in that game. I've That's what I mean. I, like sometimes you're not there for the debut of whatever the media yeah. is and there's just no going back to it. Yeah. Like, I've, I've it, tried yeah. to play it on on a ROM, but it's just Oh, well, it's old and yeah. can't do it. <laughs> Even with the nostalgia glasses I have, I don't think yeah. I could go back it's and hard. play through it again. I tried uh when it got ported to the 3DS and upraised yeah. a little bit. And even then, I I only played for about an hour, and I was just like, eh, I'm gonna go neat. play something new. Yeah, nostalgia's like satisfied. So it's exactly like, eh, neat. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I tried playing Majora's Mask, and I made it to the second temple and heart pass. That game sucks anyway. Just, it so. was just so much smaller of a world than I thought. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like hundred yeah. percent. I remember coming back to Ocarina of Time and realizing this is way smaller than I, when i played it originally on the n64 i thought Felt the world huge. was absolutely enormous. you would hop on opona and you would ride around hyrule field and just think yeah just this think is about so it. big yeah. and then later i think after i went back to it like things like grand theft auto 3 had already come out and stuff like that and i go back to ocarina of time and i'm like this is a, this is a tiny baby game what is yeah, this bitty little <laughs> game. yep all right um, well What's crazy is the Grand Theft Auto 3 came out in 2001, and Ocarina of Time, when did that come out? 99, I want to say. That's crazy. Two years. 98. 98, yeah. Three years. Can you imagine? bonkers. Let's go on another tangent uh, ride for just a second. The graphical and technological leap from the N64 and PlayStation to the GameCube and PlayStation 2 was something that we will never see again in our lives. Yeah. It was wild. No. It was absolutely mind-blowing to go from that from 64 to GameCube. The yeah. the graphical fidelity and the things that the you, you could do in the gameplay was just so crazy compared to the N64. Bonkers. And and that is not, no one that was ever born after us will ever know what that feeling was like either because they will always have good graphics and good gameplay possibilities. Is that the greatest graphical leap we've ever seen in a console generation? I would venture yes. I would say that the the only thing that would come close to would be going from Super Nintendo to N64. Yeah, I was going to say, that feels Because you went from 2D to 3D. Yeah. Yeah, there was some 2D, though, on Super Nintendo. Do you remember the first time you saw Mario 64? I remember the first time I saw Mario 64. I still, to this day, remember that day. Yeah. At a a friend's house. I remember, Uh, I didn't know it was a thing until I saw it at his house. I'm like, what is... See, yes. I, I'm coming at that from a different perspective because I was a PC gamer back then. Yeah. And so, like, Mario 64, while it, it was okay at, at the time, like, I I had other 3D games that I played, like Jedi Knight. Right. So you oh, were Jedi more Knight used to it. so good. You were more used to, to that kind of yeah. uh, thing. But, yeah, well, if I you were... Young. Only, I was young. I was, I mean... Only, if you were only a console gamer... This was mind blowing to go from 2D to 3D. There was a little bit of 3D on the SNES, uh, maybe like I don't know, just a handful of games. There but was like the 3D on the SNES was chips like, on the carts too, like the that Star yeah, Fox game, Super used... FX chips. Yeah. yeah. But the um, SNES, we're talking like it was uh, what was that? Like Mario Kart was like its version of 3D. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, it's okay. You the, had Star the, Fox. You had there was a so, port of Doom that looked yeah, pretty good. The the Star Fox uh, 
cartridge had that Super FX chip, and it actually had polygons. Yeah, Whereas yeah. your your Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo was sprite based only. So yeah, it was. But yeah, I I would still say I would say that's a very close second. But I would still say the jump from sixty four to GameCube was just. It was mind-blowing because you already had an idea of what to expect. You're like, oh, okay, we're going to go from 3D to 3D, yes. so that's probably going to be pretty cool. And then they showed it, and it was like, holy cow. Like, I remember the first time I saw Rogue Squadron 2 yeah. for the GameCube, and I was just watching it thinking, that. I'm going to play a Star Wars. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to be yeah, I'm going to make fighter. my own story. This is great. And it was just mind. The first time they sh- and this this game never came out, but the first time they showed a Zelda demo on the GameCube tech on the GameCube hardware, it was the same art style as Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, but just way better, better looking, smoother, way better right? looking. And I remember seeing that and thinking, <clears throat> that is amazing. And graphics will never get better looking than that in ever. <laughs> that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And then they scrapped that and went with Wind Waker and made Wind everybody mad. <laughs> Because of the cell shading, that was but a then good they game, played though, the still. game, and then everybody's yeah. just like, "This game's awesome." It was, it was good stuff. No, um, Twilight Princess was kind of in that vein, though, and it Twilight was Princess Rogue meant to be for GameCube. But yeah, it came out on Wii. Did so, it come out on GameCube? It came out on both. Twilight okay. Princess came out on both. So, uh, anyway, that was a, that was another tangent. Wow, uh, we're going to spend most of this episode. Man, just, uh, uh, talking uh, about we can. We can uh, do you want to do my memories. my special game for you guys? You want to get into that? Let's do that. In the uh, video let's, game. Let's let's do that right after we talk <laughs> we about the big news. We do we do need to make sure that we hit on this big news. Yes, we do. That uh, the Microsoft and FTC lawsuit showdown showdown has concluded and the judge has ruled in favor of Microsoft. Something wow. if anybody watched or listened to that, I think you could only listen to it. Um I ended up not wanting to listen to it, so I just went to YouTube and got the recap from people yeah. that had more time or no job or whatever. So um <laughs> <laughs> um but like the way that their lawyers went about it was just we talked about it in a yeah. couple episodes, and it was it was trash. The it FTC lawyers just did a terrible just, job. Yeah. And the judge even called them out on it several times yeah. about, like, you guys uh, stop this line of questioning because it's not relevant. Yeah. Is this and for the then, consumers or government for employees? That's why. Is this for the consumer, or are we trying to defend Sony here? Yeah, like, exactly. You know? And so, so, so the way in my brain it worked is when I heard this was going to happen, I thought it was game over. I said, "Oh, they're going to go to court. Court, Microsoft is going to lose, and that'll be the end of this merger." And then we saw things happen during the trial over that week, week and a half, and it's like, "Hey, wait a minute, they might have a shot." Yeah, this is they uh, the FTC really fumbled the ball on this one, <laughs> and then and then they came back today, or was it today? Yeah, it was today. Right? Yeah, today. And uh, the judge said, "I rule in favor of Microsoft." And well, um, where's the where, read the quote? Where's I'm going to pull that up really right good. now. It is. It was. It was. It's great. worth reading. And so to be is, fair, this was a this was an injunction to stop the sale. So this wasn't actually part of the like to block the the merger per se. This was to file an injunction to stop Microsoft from going ahead with it while they deliberate deliberated it and microsoft welcomed that because they're like this just speeds up the process for us yeah exactly because if if the if they they knew if they won this um Mm -hmm. trial then the ftc wouldn't have a list to stand on to to block it later it forces Mm -hmm. their hand yeah 
So this is what Judge Jacqueline Scott Corley said uh, in her verdict. It says, this court's responsibility in this case is narrow. It is to decide if, notwithstanding these current circumstances, the merger should be halted, perhaps even terminated, pending resolution of the FTC administrative action. For the reasons explained, the court finds the FTC has not shown a likelihood it will prevail on its claim this particular... Uh, on its claim that this particular merger in this specific industry may substantially lessen competition. To the contrary, the record uh, the record evidence points to more consumer access <laughs> to Call of Duty and other Activision content. The motion for a preliminary injunction, therefore, is denied. I love how she didn't just stop at, they didn't do a good enough job. She also <laughs> threw salt in the wound yeah, yeah, and was right like, uh, in fact... Microsoft has shown that their proposal is actually better for consumers. Yep. If this were if this were a kids soccer game, the FTC turned around, started going towards the wrong goal, and yeah, kicked <laughs> yeah, the wrong exactly goal. Yeah. Did. Own goal, yeah. own goal, and everybody just clapped. Everybody just went, yeah. "Hey, Tommy, good, good, good kick." <laughs> so yeah, doing that, his best. When I heard when I heard the news that it, that they'd won, Jaron posted it in our Slack. I was like, "Oh, sweet!" And then I started yeah. looking into the details, and I was like, "Oh man, yeah, they they really won! Like, wow!" So, uh, but this what, what's interesting about this win for Microsoft is uh, it actually had a bit of a ripple effect in the UK. Yeah, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, right? When we were like, "We, how do you think the CMA, which is their community or authorities?" Like what's it called? Consumer what's Markets there Association. There you go. I was close. I had Great two job. letters. Uh, so you know they 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 we basically said I predict that if the FTC authority falls, I think authority. it is yeah Consumer Market Authority. Great job. Um, if they if the FTC folds, the UK will be right behind. That's what I said. I'm like mark my words or whatever I said. And uh, here we are. Um, Apparently you didn't mark your words because you can't remember them. I mark. Oh, the, I mark the idea of my words. The the, <laughs> the general the gist feel of my words. James. And the weird thing is, like the UK is like five to seven hours ahead of US. So when the when it was announced in the US, it was like past five p.m. over there. Yeah. <laughs> and they still felt the need to make a statement. Yeah, they made yeah. a statement, and, and here they are starting to waffle on it. Uh, you know, waffle yeah, well, on their whole. <laughs> they were like, "Well, well, well." If if Microsoft is willing, you know, we weren't we weren't completely against the deal. But if 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 Microsoft <laughs> is willing to come to the table and make some concessions to ensure the safety of you know the the market and and making sure that competition. So here we are. They're they're basically saying, "Okay, Microsoft, um, we'll hear you out." Well, yeah, make another make another case, and we'll and we'll hear hear you out on it. Yeah. Well, it's it's a little bit more than that. Um, there's there was news after that that the Microsoft and CMA have already agreed on a small divestiture to address the regulators' concerns. Right. Oh and wow. Yeah. Cool. And so it, it it seems like there's already an agreement there. This is from CNBC, but there's no more detail than that. So I have a feeling we'll get more information like in the next day or two. Mm. Um, mm. But what would they divest? Would it be xCloud for UK gamers? If so, that'd be kind of a bummer. Well, that's the thing is, yeah, the the, the it's CMA kind of package, right? The CMA yeah. is they the CMA finds themselves now in a spot that is between a rock and a hard place because right. everyone else is on board, 
And when you have the majority, the vast majority of the marketplaces okay with a merger like this means Xbox and Activision don't have to make any concessions, right? Or at yep. least any concessions they make have been factored into it. Now, if these guys hold out, what Microsoft could do is just pull out of that market completely and leave and their leave their gamers over there high and dry. It's sounding like from that language from CNBC, they're doing a divestiture. So are they getting rid of cloud for, for UK yeah. consumers? And if that's the case, the CMA is doing the opposite of what the CMA should be doing. Exactly. They're screwing over their own consumers. Exactly. Because their other option, if not pull out completely, would be to do exactly that and make the product worse, materially worse for the consumers in the UK. And if that happens, then exactly what Jaron said, CMA's completely failed at their job. And so if you ask me what's going to happen is they'll probably, I, I don't think they're going to be able to, uh, the CMA is going to be able to enforce anything without damaging the consumers. So I think they're probably going to have to either have some crappy little token uh, kind of uh, thing made for them. You know, uh, what was the word they used? Uh, uh, Carve out or a divestiture. Yeah, some sort of token divestiture just so that they feel like they won. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, or they could swallow their pride or, and just or, say, oh, go ahead. Well, exactly. Or they might the, do that. That's what they should do. Well, and here's the thing. The CMA is agreeing with Microsoft now that they want to come to the table, and that's that's been posted out there. The problem is the CMA doesn't really have a way to be argued. Once the litigation is passed, which, by the way, the CMA already voted to pass it, it passed. It was the only thing you can do is go to what they call the CAT or the um, I want to find the Comp Competition Appeal Tribunal, and this is really just a place to go make your grievances. It's not really. Mm -hmm it's not really a legal process to reverse the ruling. Um, and they said that here, here they say, you know, in order to prioritize work on these proposals, because they've, they've agreed to, um, to stop litigation, uh, a stay of the litigation in the UK. That's what they're saying. We, we've decided yeah. to stop litigating this uh, while we see if we can save Fix face. It. Yeah. Save um, face. Exactly. And so they have both, they, they've both filed um, a joint submission to the Competition Appeal Tribunal to this effect. And I wonder if it has more power if both sides uh, come to it. But they're saying that, you know, usually usually that just gets rubber stamped. Like the proposal just gets rubber stamped. It's kind of a, it is just a place to go do your grievances and say, this wasn't fair. And I'd like it on record that this is why we felt that way and so we'll see how far they can actually reverse that like you said they they want to save face but they also are fighting a little bit of the uk's legal process maybe it'll to... be something we don't expect like yeah. you have to sell the rights to spyro of spyro to sony yeah. or something like that uh, yeah, <laughs> we, okay we all know that. the kind of money spyro brings yeah. in it's crazy stuff <laughs> something and it, I, I think you're right i think it's going to be some token divestiture yeah, but something to save face be like yeah mm. it'll be a token divestiture for sure but i don't think it'll be if it's something if it's something to sell to sony i don't that that would look bad too oh yeah because the main point of their argument was that it makes cloud gaming non-competitive and that it would was, look bad to that sony. was the crux that was the crux of of the cma's uh argument yeah. there and so you might you might actually be right, Jaron. That the way they do that is they just uh, break off X Cloud from Game Pass, you Oof. know, 
And maybe yeah. maybe that's, that's what it'll be. Which sucks. Let's hope like, it doesn't come to of, that. That's part of the package. Like I don't know yeah. that I would want Game Pass. I mean, I don't play a lot on XCloud, but when I do, like I'm glad I have Game Pass to do it. Right? Like yeah. So that's the boat I'm in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we'll we'll uh, keep following this and and see where it goes and keep you up keep you updated. We should on do that. more. Looks like the end of July. Okay, cool. A uh, couple weeks. What they're, yeah, a couple weeks. They should have another update. So we'll see. All right, James, you Yo. got a game for us? What are we doing uh, here? I do. <gasps> Can I get game. some uh, video game music in the background, please? He's not oh, ready for that. Really Thank wish you, you Tony, for doing that in post. <laughs> really right. wish so, you would have told me that a while back. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. This is uh, if anytime you got it, Tony, just roll it on in. I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of a description. I need to. I need, okay. I'm ready. We're not in the same room. Spoiler alert. And so I'm gonna trust you guys. You guys are not gonna cheat. Okay. I'm trusting you guys. I'm trusting you guys. Okay. Why would you do now, that? The game that we're going to be playing is called The Console Countdown. In The Console Countdown, our contestants, you guys, are going to be tested on their knowledge of video game history in a Uh fun and thrilling way. Presented with a video game console from a range of different generations. The contestants' challenge will be to guess the total number of games produced for that specific console. That's for your first point. Okay, okay. Whether it's a classic like the Atari 2600, a mid-generation console like the PlayStation 2, or a most or a more recent console like the PlayStation 5, the contestants will need to rely on the gaming on their gaming wisdom memory. And then uh, each one of these rounds, I'm going to be giving you a bonus point based on trivia from that specific console. I have four questions with four bonus. So points per we, question. We're playing prices right rules, right? I don't know. I don't watch Daytime. Closest TV. without going over. When my mom was gone, I watched Mari. <laughs> oh, you are not explains, the father. That explains so much. You are not the father. Goodbye. Yeah. So okay. Prices right so rules, everyone agree? Each question is tentatively worth two points. I don't that, agree with prices right rules. It's uh it's closest higher okay, lower. Okay, okay. It okay, is, yes, Tony. Yeah, it okay, is Tony. Closest the higher lower. Everything. We're not going to do one. We're not going to do... the guy who does uh, everything, and that's what I've decided. Are we just like supposed to shout it out? Swiss, Swiss, Army, Swiss no, Army guy has the, decided. No, that's what the paper's for. Paper's we write for. it down and hold it up. What are you talking yeah, about? Gonna hold up. Where yeah, so been? each one of the contestants for us audio people, uh, I, I ask them to either bring a whiteboard or a piece of paper, and they're going to write down answers to questions. All right. First up. James said you always have paper because you're an accountant. Look at no, Darren. He's not, like not into this paper. at all. Do you really not have any paper or whiteboard? No, I don't. I was I researching on you. I emails Judas. before the no. podcast episode. I wasn't paying attention to you. Judas Priest. Dang it. <laughs> all right. Well, whatever. Okay. Just right on my phone. Game, you're going okay. tri- to trigger Tony. I can't do this anymore, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right, leading, leading cats. Oh, my gosh. Uh, first up, how many total games came out for... The Atari 2600. The Atari 2600? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm ready. And, and, oh my and all of these questions, oh. I understand, unless the bonus question stipulates. Hold on. Put it down. Put it down. Don't let the other people see. Uh, the uh, um, it, it's, a, it's a global release. I'm not talking per North America. It's global for the system. While you guys are writing that down, a fun fact... About the Atari, it was released September 11th, 1977 oh, in North America. Uh, bonus fun. point question while you guys are writing that down, if you want to take a stab at it, is 
uh, what is the best-selling game on the Atari? Oh, what's it called? I know this. I know this. I know this. What's Atari the it's the dragon was game. best known for being the one of the first mass-produced video game consoles that gave the home consumer arcade-like control over their television with the joystick, with the with the knobby pad. All of the button mashers the rotary, it took you to a completely different place. All right, so Tony, you're up first. Let's see what you got. So for total games produced, you got eight hundred and fifty-three. Uh, eight fifty-three, and then what? What did you say is the, the adventure? The, that's the adventure. name of the game. That is that's a great guess. That's a great guess. So Tony, you guessed eight eight hundred and fifty-six. Three. Uh, eight hundred fifty-three. Jaron, uh, you're up next. What did you get for total games? That says 2,500, but it's backwards. We, we tested everyone's mirror but yours. And, uh, and what did you say is the best game, the, the, the most popular? Nothing, because you said it was optional. Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> Here, uh, Tony, well Landon, played. gosh dang it. What do you got? 900, 900 and, and I said Maze because maze. I couldn't remember the name of the adventure. Interesting. And uh, Owen. 150. One, oh, you're way low, bud. Uh, this isn't Price is Right you rules, Owen. Oh, uh, uh, can't bet a dollar. Was Breakout break on out. the Atari? Yes. Yeah, I think, yeah. I will tell you that all of you were wrong on the bonus question. It was Pac-Man. Pac-Man uh, was the correct yeah, answer. Fair. The Waka 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 Man himself. The old Pac-Man. And in terms of who was closest, I'm going to have to have the math guy weigh in on this because I don't I don't math well. Uh, the total number was 470. Games. Wow, I was way off. So that it's between Tony off. and Owen. Who's closer? Yeah, I think Owen is. Tony had uh, 853. I had 853 and Owen had 150. Oh, Owen, Owen wins. That's, oh, that's Owen, Owen wins. Owen gets the point. Good job, Owen. I, 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 I uh, take back my insult. This is the best Owen. day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I just beat all the gamers. Now, now that you guys... Thank are, you. <laughs> now that you guys understand how the game works... The next console, how many total games do you guys want to guess came out for the SNES? The SNES. The, the SNES, the 16-bit home video SNES? game console. Well, I'm thinking. Concentrate on the number, Landon. The 16-bit home video game console came out in 1990 in Japan and 1991 in North America. It's best known for repopularizing the Italian-American character Mario and his brother huh, Luigi. And for a bonus question, uh, so give me <laughs> the main question is how many games total came out for the SNES? Yeah, that's the main question However, for every one of them. How many games <laughs> specifically came out in the North America market? Uh, let's just do the one question. <laughs> okay, yeah, no. let's just do the one. Okay, how many? Right, how many games total came out? I, like I feel that. like that's like two that. of the same question almost. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. After I said that, okay, I'm ready. I, I've learned. Who's got I'm, it? I'm ready. Uh, we show it all at the same time. Owen first because Owen won. Two fifty. Oh, <laughs> well, you're I super like the wrong. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, <laughs> it was a toss up between not writing a new number at all. Five twenty five. All right, uh, Tony, what'd you get? Twelve fifty three. Twelve fifty three, and Jaren. I decided to only do numbers that read the same both ways. <laughs> nice. 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 <laughs> Thanks, it'll be 8008. Eight. <laughs> yes. 
So the Super Nintendo, which was the uh, first, like I said, 16-bit console that came after the original Nintendo, came out with 1,756 games, giving mm. Tony the point. I don't even care. I'm just glad I'm on the board, you know? And you, but you know what? Uh, um, uh, Landon, you would have taken it had you have given that guess for the North American market because they came out with 721 games in the North American market. Specifically, Japan really loves their Nintendo. Third question. Yes, well, that was a one. fun game, James. Thanks. <laughs> this one I'm really counting on Jaren to understand <laughs> I, and to get oh. this one right. How many games did the Sega Dreamcast come out with at launch? Oh, it's like tw- oh, at, at launch? launch? At or, sorry, launch. in its lifespan. Sorry. Oh, okay. um, oh. I meant to well, say Well, I mean, the filler. numbers are fairly similar anyway because it was only around for a year or two. <laughs> You'd I hate you. <laughs> so the Sega Dreamcast came out November twenty second, twenty seventh, nineteen ninety eight, in Japan. That is incorrect. The Sega Dreamcast came out on nine nine ninety nine. Yeah, in North America. Oh, if you would let I, me finish and you would gun. concentrate was, on writing your numbers. You know what? That was my bad. That was that was <laughs> my bad. What uh, systems this for? What systems this for? Dream Sega Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Sega Dreamcast. Oh, the best man. system that has ever come that out. Nobody ever ahead knew. of its time. Mm-hmm. Owen. And just saying, okay. it was the it was okay. the best system nobody and, ever knew. And for the bonus point, how much did it cost at launch? Oh, I know this one too. In North America, I know this one. Bum, 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 I think bum, I know this bum, one. Bum, bum. I, I'm guessing. All right. So for this one, we are going to start with Jaren. Jaren, what did you get? Uh, one fifty. 150. And I wrote that backwards. Yeah, I'm impressed. That's a good looking yeah. five. That's, pretty good. That's yeah. a really good. Yeah, it's really really yeah. good. Um, um and me. then I I didn't know how to write 199 backwards, so it's blank. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then uh, let's go Owen next. Owen, what did you get? Yeah, I put 20. <laughs> Dang it, Owen! Want to take a guess I owned or... more than 20 Dreamcast <laughs> you games. Took my joke. I put 17. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we know that Tony put 17. But I put uh, and I put the I put the price at 200. But yeah, I, 199 for the price yeah. for me as well. Oh, I probably should have gone like 80. Oh well. All right, and one, two, three, six hundred for six hundred dollars. It was a long time ago, guys. All right. Well, oh, are we accounting? Are we? Are we accounting for inflation? No. Is that? Oh, okay. Hey, uh, hey, I will tell hey. you, Tony, how many games did you say? 17. Okay, you're super wrong. Owen, you <laughs> said 20. Uh, Landon said uh, 123. Uh, Jaron takes this. As the Sega member of this podcast, they came out with 616 games total. That is Are you what, serious? That is so many more what? than I ever and thought. Guess what? Wow. Uh, shoot. How many did you play, um, though, Jaren? 20? You said 199. I played a lot. Uh, I did. Jaren did. I did. Uh, oh, you and Jaren get the point. Owen yeah. said 200. Sorry, Owen. You said 200. Oh. Off so by Jaren is leading this game with two points going into the last question. So just to recap, Landon still at zero. Tony at actually two points now that I'm They're looking tied, at it. Tied Booyah. to Jaren. Tie, tie. And then Owen, one point. All right. Oh. Last <laughs> but not least. <laughs> Put your Wii pants on. Oh. How many games? Take my pants off. Total life cycle of the Wii came out. Oh, jeez, a billion. That's right. The Wii. The Wii had a launch price in two thousand six of two hundred and fifty dollars. And there was a bajillion games. The total units sold for this product 
was one hundred and one. Hold on, I have a question. Million. Are we counting games in the eShop? All games. I'm counting all games. I don't know if they counted the games in the eShop. I googled it. It's the number they gave me. I did what's not the, fact what's check. What's the bonus I'm not question? What's our and the bonus question is? This one's a hard one. I don't know if you guys are going to like this one. So the Wii used surprisingly a surprisingly low amount of power. How many watts? And, and I'll give you an, I'll give you an example. How many? Because I just I was blown away. This was this was the thing. Okay, the PS3 used 190 watts of power when you're playing a video game. The Xbox One used between 70 to 120 watts. How many watts did the Nintendo Wii use when it was powered on and playing a game? How many watts of power? Units of power measurement did it use? Okay, I'm ready. I'm All right, games. so let's start with points. Landon. Landon, what did you get? I guess 8,000. 8,000 games. And 300 watts. 300 watts. What? Um, Do you know what's Landon, I'm just going to let you know right now, you're completely wrong. Uh, across the board, way to limp in. Today was a make-a-wish day for you in this game, and welcome. I'm hoping that we get to do this again. Hey, James, You're gonna do how, how many points did you get, time. huh, bud? Huh? I made the game. I'm the winner. Infinite My points for James. Let's go, with, points. Uh, let's go with Tony next. Tony, what'd you get? I got 2,553 games. And okay. 53 watts. Very precise. All like right. Uh, let's go, Jaron. Jaron, what'd you get? Uh, that 6,000 and 40 watts. Did you change that after my answer, Mr. Scribbly? Yeah, that was no. an eight before. Totally. All right. <laughs> no <laughs> cheating. This is, I could erase this. Why would I just scribble it over the top? Laziness. <laughs> It's an eight to me. That's an eight. I like totally. how you, ha you had two six. games on the end. You didn't 6, round it. You just like, I had two. 1,262. Right, what was mm -hmm. your Watts guess? 13.7. What was Jaron's Watts guess? Jeez. Okay. 40. 40. Owen Googles. I'll tell what? you that right now. What are you talking about? Well, he cheated. No, I did not. Um, but, but Owen did take it for the wattage question. It used 14 Watts. Seriously? Between, really between like. I really guessed on that number. 12 and 18. That so I won since Owen cheated. That is super low. Holy uh, Yeah, surprisingly low wattage. Oh, see, and... I was going for surprisingly high <laughs> wattage <laughs> in my guess. I see, I see. And unlike the Dreamcast, which had a lot of games, I was surprised at how few games that we had. It had 1,262 That's games. it? Owen, yep. did you? You're so within Owen 50 took two or so, points, weren't you? Yeah, man. I'm right performing there. Performing a classic right? Owen reach around, coming up from behind. He cheated. Takes the he game doesn't have a conscience. Points. We all know this he guy. cheated. I think I, Owen I reach think around. Owen is just really oh. smart. Coming you know? in from the back. I heard it. I heard that. Uh, That's the way you like it. Two points. I'm at three now. I think I took the game. Yeah. So would you guys... Would you guys like to make these points transferable to whatever the next game sometime in the future that we play? No. Well, and what if we say no oh, and someone fine. else I'll says yes? I don't then care. They get, then they get points well, and you don't. I just go by utilitarianism. So oh, I, I, I said no to the next game. Not the, oh, not, well, no, oh. the next game. It's going to happen. It's I have the next win. one. Man. I think we're overlooking that I won. <laughs> I think Owen wants to quit and never have another game because I won't. He that's is the last. That's what exactly what winner. I did with. It's exactly what I did with. Stanza, it's exactly but, what I did with Goldeneye with my brother. I beat him one time in my entire life, and I never picked it up again. 
I'll tell you he what. He beat me a hundred times, and I beat him once. <laughs> and I never I, picked that game up again. He's tried. He's even tried now that it's been, now that it's you can play it. 20 again. years later. He's like, dude, it's back. He's like, let's do a rematch. I'm like, never going to happen. <laughs> the last game where I won is where that's staying. Golden Even on a high note. Take that, I'm Aaron. up for another game next time. Me too. That was fun, so, James. Yeah, you know, I, I have more games in the hopper. Excellent. I loved it. Since everyone else loved it, I loved it. You that's better, I am that's better, undecided. You, I'm neutral. Turn, turn that eight into a six. He loved it. Turn that eight into yeah, a six. You should have you turned cheated. that eight into a one. What Dang a cheater. it. <laughs> All right. I think that is the end of this episode. But before we leave... Big time shout out to our awesome Patreon backers, patreon.com slash gadget spot. Does he have it this time? If you donate, he just left it open. Yeah. If you donate $6 a month or more, you get a shout uh-huh. out on the episode, which Jaron has for us right now. Thank you to David Broshinsky, Aaron Young, Stuart Lloyd, Wiffleball Tony. They are our ultra special tech daddy tier. Thank you. Thank you. Mark Cope. Blade Runner isn't worth watching more than once. Ooh, Andy Bird. BV8 year old. King Knight, King Bishop 3, No Name, No Color, Keslo, Eric Steinman, Eric Cruz, Nathan Motzkus, Matt Nelson. Y'all should check out Hendrix Craftsman on Insta and TikTok. Me, Speechless Like a Japanese Video Game, dot, dot, dot. Josh Dorius, Dick Messerly, Splinter, Adam, Aaron Faulkner, Joe. A right does not, as a practical matter, exist without any remedy for its enforcement. Ryan M. and Adam Hecht. Thank you, guys. Thank All you. All right. Thank remember, you so remember much. Patreon people and other listeners that maybe aren't. You get a lot of cool other things too, like yep. perks. Perks, you know, you, you get, get the, the full, you get the you get the full episode, the of full arcade, mm-hmm. and the in right? between. The right. in between. This this week's in between was pretty good. Yep. I thought it was funny. You get access to see weird pictures in the old uh, Discord, super super secret, secret Discord. Worth it alone, right and, there. And then you're and then you're uh, if you if you want to listen to them separate or whatever, you don't get ads, right? That's right. Yeah, so. right there in the Patreons. All right, thank you so much. Uh, Uh, that's it we'll see you next week and uh until then owen take us out hey we hope you care oh one more thing before we go this is uh thanks steve jobs sorry (laughs) one more thing uh the uh gadget spot rss feed will be closing in the next two weeks so if you listened to it off that go back and find it in the geek show rss feed geek show podcast uh, so if they just subscribe there. to Geek Show, will they yeah. just start pulling us? Yep, they'll get it all. They'll get it all right there. Man, what a letdown! That just one more thing was a complete letdown. Well, well and they get around. Geek Show. It a, I liked it. It was, it was awesome. a PSA that needed to happen. It was a good. I mean, sure, but it wasn't very exciting like most of Apple's. Oh you, no, you know, no! One more no. things. Yeah, no. No, not Apple's one more things aren't that great anymore anyway. They're not the last good one was the iPhone. That was. When was Tony's last good one? Just now. Exactly. Have I ever had? Have I ever had one? Yeah, no, uh, he's, so. he's batting a hundred right now. Wait, is that the phrase? That's bad. Batting a thousand. We have to end the That's show better. again now. Do I have to there say the thing again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you got to say the thing again. Owen, take us out. Hey, we hope you care. Mm. Two for two. He's so much better at that than you are, Lando. Yeah, he's he two is. for two, man.